right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Divorce WTF Now, episode 11. I am here today with a special guest, Antonio Smothers. But before we introduce you, yeah. I'll tell everybody again, my name is Lori Wood. I'm a certified mediator, certified divorce specialist, certified LDA paralegal, and creator of Marital Mediation, and of course, the Divorce WTF Podcast Now. And again, I'm here with my amazing friend, Antonio Smothers. He is a trainer at yes. Fit Body Fusion, mm-hmm. a bodybuilder competitor, yes. a personal and online coach, mm-hmm. survived a traumatic event at eight months, Ooh, yes. uh, was in a car accident, mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneur, Oh yeah, and an overall amazing human being, and I know this because I'm in the gym with him two hours a week, and he makes me work. <laughs> so today, I've got you here to not only pick your brain and get all your knowledge and information, hopefully some inspiration for people. Absolutely, we're going to talk about self care, and I know that takes many shapes and forms, but we're going to focus on the fitness and nutrition aspect of it. Absolutely. So before we dive in. Thank you for being here awesome, and gracing me with your presence. That's a pleasure. Let's tell us, uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, she forgot one thing. I'm Mr. USA, too. Oh, my. How could I forget <laughs> that? So sorry. I apologize. He is definitely Mr. USA and is very nice to look at, but we will digress. Oh, this What year was Mr. USA? I won that in 2016. That's and, amazing. And believe it or not, I actually... Um, it's just funny how things work. I actually was one of those. It was one of those moments where I said, "If I don't do this, if I don't accomplish my goal with this try, I'm done with bodybuilding." Wow. It was one. It was one of those because I've been trying. Make since, it or break it moment. It was one of those. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, I, I just had that that kind of um, intensity, tenacity, and persistence for so long already. But I realized that bodybuilding is one of those funny sports where. Um, a lot you put a, a, in a lot. You sacrifice a lot too, sacrifice don't you? A lot, but you may not get back in return what you put in right away. I can right see away. that Especially because if you don't time. win the competition, it's it can be deflating. Yes, in today's time, it's different than back in the eighties and nineties, where back then the promotion and the the uh, marketing behind the athletes was was a lot more is but now it's in our hands so now as athletes as competitors we have to do more of the work you know the those contracts of yesteryear are no longer now it's all on us see supplement companies used to give out hundred thousand dollar checks you know wow. they used to so it's like mr usa me winning, me winning my category mr usa that was such a huge deal back in those 80s and 90s and early 2000s that it would be almost be an automatic contract um, a magazine cover, all this stuff would happen. When I wanted, I'm like, all right. Uh, <laughs> now what? Actually, exactly. So not only exactly. is it a, a personal sacrifice, because I know when you're in training, and I only know just a tiny bit of it, but mm-hmm. you can't go out with your friends, really, because it's nothing you can eat, and a lot of celebrations <laughs> are friend times around food. Absolutely. You've got to spend your time in the gym, and if you have another job, it's taking all of your time. It's an emotional journey, a physical journey, and now a financial journey, because the sponsorship is just not there. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, uh, you bring that up. I I wanted to do that show so bad, and I wanted to win so badly, um, I was in a little bit of a financial bind. I asked my best friend, it's funny because we became friends because of this bodybuilding and he he hasn't, he attempted to do one show his very first year 
and never actually went through it. He, he actually, you know what he is? He's the person that chooses experiences and memories over, like if they were to come up, he's not going to choose the bodybuilding. And okay. I respect that. He chose a trip to uh, Brazil. Okay, so he's like, nope, I want to go eat Brazilian <laughs> food <laughs> and forget this. Exactly. Okay. But, but he actually has been around since my very first show. That's wow. how we met. And ever since then, um, he and I just hit it off. I mean, the first day he met me was at a show, my show, and we've never, we've never, never broken off since. And I asked him leading into that show in 2016, I said, hey, um, I, I may need a couple dollars or two to for for something important for this right. show and he said man whatever you need i got you and um he helped me out uh, when i needed it the most and you know i made sure to do do my part you know well, i have no doubt about that and that's yeah. a friend though because oh, yeah. no matter what you need helping you accomplish that goal and and sometimes it takes that Absolutely. you know but I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up and my my bad for not telling the listeners, Mr. USA, I should have led with that, damn. Um, but I wanna talk about anything from people who have never exercised before. Mm. You know, life is busy. We have families, we have jobs, we have adult responsibilities. Add to that any outside you know, let's say a divorce. I've been in the family law field for 30 years. Add mm -hmm. to that a divorce or a traumatic event. People are tired. Mm -hmm. They don't have time to do anything extra or they don't think they do. Absolutely. Or self-care, as important as it is, we're told on an airplane, put the mask on yourself first. Absolutely. But people don't listen. Yep. And then they feel guilty for taking that time away from themselves. Mm -hmm. So they're either not sleeping, which we know studies have shown people are not getting enough sleep. Oh, yeah. Some people don't eat at all when they're under stress. Mm -hmm. Some people overeat when they're under stress, which we know. We've talked about emotional eaters. Yes. Some people don't have time, so they're grabbing convenient food, which is not necessarily good food. Absolutely. And they're just worn out, and they do this day in, day out, day in, day out, and it's Groundhog's Day. Before you know it, months and years go by, you're feeling pretty crappy. Yep. Uh, Health-wise, you're feeling bad about yourself, and I want to lean into you and pick all your knowledge and information to give to our listeners, and maybe some inspiration. Absolutely. Well, my, my when you first start out with that, it's it's for me health is wealth, and um, 100%. you know my father being paralyzed on the waist down. There's one thing that he always told me, and I got to just be able to experience and witness was that. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything because you can have all the money in the world. But if you can't do nothing, if you have no don't have your mental faculties, if you you know don't have certain aspects of health in check, it means nothing. Know, it means nothing. Yeah. It and let me nothing. tell you what, the older you get, the the more you are very, very aware of that. Yeah. It just and, and you know, you unfortunately experience parents like myself passing away and it just is a constant reminder you only get one life yes and it can't be groundhog's day we got to get yes. people out of that yes and i don't care if your goal is to get away from your kids for an hour at the gym or to feel stronger or to fit in your jeans mm -hmm. or to not be so tired whatever it is whatever information and inspiration we can give them today Absolutely. let's do that yeah. so now you are currently with fit body fusion is that correct absolutely can you tell yeah. our listeners a little bit about that Oh man, so shout out to the Fit Body Fusion family. Um, Fit Body Fusion actually started in Sac out here in Sacramento, California, and by a young lady by the name of Jamie DeBernard and 
Greg DeBernard, and um, they've just been able to, man, I don't know how to put it in words, plant so many seeds and help so many people along the way. Um, they decided to go the, the cyber route, do everything online, okay. and um, help with giving their clients who do competitions and even people that don't do competitions, they give them such such a huge amount of um, of service as far as mentally, um, you know, being able to have that inspiration, be able to give them detailed um, workouts. And when we do shows, man, we have this really good quote that says, um, and her husband said it, Greg, when we had our coaches summit, he said, we don't, we don't rank ourselves or rate ourselves by who does the best. We rate ourselves by the experience of the person who did not place as the, the, that placed not as well as they wanted to. But if they still had a great experience being with Fit Body Fusion, having a good time along the way, that's how we rank ourselves. I love that yeah. because it really, truly is about the journey. Oh, yeah. And if it's all online, that is great for two reasons. Number one, COVID has taken us in a whole new direction. Oh, man. And people yeah. are now working from home and, and their company said you don't have to go back or right. it's easier for them and less intimidating to them mm. to work out in the privacy of their own home at the time they can do it. So that's an amazing, it couldn't work out better for Fit Body Fusion no. <laughs> and the people that are signing up. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about that. If somebody's always wanted to get into exercise or is now choosing to get into exercise and they don't have any idea where to start, mm -hmm. is that a client that Fit Body Fusion would take? hundred uh, percent. Okay, but 100%. they don't have to be leading towards competition. Not at all. Yeah, we do transformations and lifestyle clients all the time. Okay, and, and we can talk about what it takes to be a competitor because I want to get, I want to go through the whole spectrum with you. Okay. So let's just say somebody's starting out, and again, we don't know what the goal. It could be to lose weight. It could be to fit in their jeans, get away, yes. feel better, all of the above, or just feel strong. It used yes. to be skinny was yeah, important. Used to be skinny. I'm That's telling you what, skinny doesn't matter. Strong matters. Ooh. So whatever the reason is, mm -hmm. they can call, and we'll put all the contact information for you for Fit Body Fusion on the bottom of this, but what's the first step? What do they do? To be completely honest with you, first step is to choose what you want to be. In my opinion, that, that's the first thing, is the image. Have a, a hold an image of what you want to see. Like a lot of people say with the pants thing, right? Right. Bob Proctor would always say, act as if. So why would I not purchase the size pair of pants I want to fit in? And why would I not hang them up on my, my door? when I'm in my closet and look at them every day. Why would I not start there? So start to kind of build a, a better self-image and, and start to see yourself accomplishing that goal first. I love that. I, I am a true believer in that. I think I've even told you, mm -hmm. you, you fake it till you make it, you yeah. act as if you are. Yeah. And that way when you're working towards it, you, you've already got yourself a little bit ahead, you're inflated, you're That's a little bit ahead of the game. So I'm a firm believer in that. So they need to kind of, get in their mind the image that they're working towards. 100%. Do one thing, buy a pair of pants, mm -hmm. uh, put their head on top of a picture of somebody with a similar body I've hanging on that. their fridge. I've done Me that. too. <laughs> Looks ridiculous, but I've done it and it helps. I yeah. put it on the top of the fridge because I myself am not so much now, but I've spent my life being an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. So if something was stressing me out, if I was sad, if I was whatever, food was the comfort and trying to fill that Feel, stuff the feeling, feel the whole. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's something that I've been aware of all my life. So I've, you know, put it on the refrigerator to when I go and mindlessly eat. There's that. 
perfect body with my silly head mm -hmm. on top of it. But anything that they can do to keep that dream, that inspiration, that goal front and center. Absolutely. I think is huge. Okay, yeah. second thing they need to do. Second thing is definitely research. Um, you know, if you are, if you do want to, of course, if you're starting out and you have no knowledge of competing, you have no knowledge of, I mean, not competing, of, of, of working out, you don't know where to start at all. Right. I would definitely seek professional help first. Okay. That's another thing I wanted to talk about the importance or the benefits of working with someone like yourself, a mm -hmm. trainer, Yes. because going to the gym for somebody who's never done it or hasn't done it in a long time can be very intimidating. Oh yeah. Um, Age can play a factor on what you should or shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. to a little degree. Mm -hmm. um, but just you don't have to sign up for, you know, the rest of your life with a trainer. Yes. But if you even buy one session to get mm -hmm. some knowledge to find out what's right for your body type, what you should be doing, or even as simply as how to use the machines, that's beneficial? Oh yeah, 100%. Okay. And today, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, no, no. in today's time, um, as opposed to even 10, 10 15 years ago, uh, most machines now, they are very, um, how would I say this? They're very, they're very driven towards giving you instructions on each machine. And sometimes they even have a QR code. Where you can even uh, scan the QR code and watch a video of how the exercise is done. That is you amazing. So they try to do their best to. When help. I first started at the gym many years ago, let me tell you, there was nothing yeah. like that. It was clanky machines <laughs> and it was archaic. And now I'm looking at this stuff, oh, man, yeah. they think of everything, but they even have the rep counter. So you don't That's even that. have to think about one, two, three, yeah. you know, so, okay. So they're making, some gyms are making it easier, not all of them, yes, but well. some gyms are making it easier, but knowing which machines to go to yes, or how to work a body part yes. or form which we know work smarter, not harder form is so important. Mm -hmm. You can be doing, and I told you this the other day, I kind of told on the lady at the gym, there was a, a beautiful older woman at the gym and she was there working out, but she was taking those dumbbells and just flinging them up. And I oh, thought yeah. she's going to either knock herself out, yeah. but it wasn't doing anything for her. And I know this because I've, you know, worked with trainers before, and I know this from you. Mm -hmm. You are strict on form. Absolutely. And there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. So knowing, you know, how to hold your back or which muscle you should be feeling it in is very important. Sure. One of the benefits of working with a trainer. Very important. And then and then on top of that, you know, I think what, what also goes hand in hand with seeking professional help too, I mean, we do have this thing called a cell phone and internet and some of the things that we can learn even prior to talking to someone professional is you can do your due diligence as well. You can right. do a little bit of your due diligence as well. Help yourself. I mean, it's not hard to go, I'll do lose weight. Right. <laughs> and you would get a million. What if they don't want to? There are some people that yep. are just like, listen, I don't want to do any research myself. Yes. It's going to be pale painful for me just to show up, but you, I want you tell me what to do and how to do it. And I'll listen, but I don't want to think about it. Well, here's my phone number. It's nine one. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's what, and then in that yeah. case, if, and we have those people. So if yeah. that is, if that is the type of person that you are, because I have a lot of people that say, I don't want to think, I just want to do. Yeah. And if that's the case, then yes, you know, we definitely, again, with the body fusion, that's yeah. the, the perfect fit. Good. I like that because some people just getting there is enough. 
And they're like, if I knew how to do it or wanted to research it, I would have done it a long time ago. Oh. So that's mm -hmm. where Antonio comes in. And we will give his number at the bottom of the screen. So Fit Body Fusion and Antonio, like I said, I work with them. We've been working for how long together now? Months. Yeah, it's been months. Um, I think we started in before November or around November? October. Yeah. Beginning yeah. of October. Absolutely. Because we all know what brought us together. But anyway. Thank you. Uh, it worked out just the way it was supposed to. Um, so we've been working together a long time. And I think for anybody who doesn't want to think, because whatever Antonio tells me to do, I just do. I, I have too many other things to think about. And I like it. You know, if he tells me to research something, I might, but I just might say no. And some people don't <laughs> want to don't want to put in the work other than showing up either. Oh yeah. And for me, food is always, I thought I was eating healthy mm -hmm. um, and making good choices all my life, I've been an avid exerciser for 30 years now, but every nibble counts, and it's amazing the deceptiveness on the food packaging. Oh, yeah. So somebody can also get help with not only workouts, which machines they should be using, how to work out specific body parts, but nutrition. Oh, yeah. You can design a plan where, again, they don't have to think about it if they don't want to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that, as well as a lot of people nowadays, because of the food choices that they grow accustomed to along the way, we actually have formulas and ways to help you with um, like protocols for digestion. If you're a person who, you know, every once in a while wants to go out, we have protocols on to help you and how to avoid certain ways to to not do certain choices that will hinder your ability to get better with alcohol. All that stuff. All See, that. I love that. So people can still live their life. Exactly. But you can teach them how to make better choices when Absolutely. they're out. 100%. Because that's another thing people are scared of, uh, the social aspect that they're losing. We lost a lot during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so people are seeing the quality and, and the value of, of that social interaction. Mm -hmm. We went without it. And so people are thinking, well, if I diet, I can't go hang out with my girlfriend or I can't do this. And that's not true. Not true. We just have to retrain our brains to make better decisions while we are out mm -hmm. and get right back on it and, and do better the rest of the week. There's one thing I will say, too, when it comes to that, when you say people feel like they're <clears throat> they get afraid of thinking they're going to miss out or something or they don't go out. Uh, one thing that's always helped me, whether it's in just no matter who, what goal it is that you may have, uh, be proud of telling people what you're willing to sacrifice and have discipline towards to attain that goal. I think a lot of people look at like they shun they shun that or they think they're. It's, it's a negative. I am so glad you brought that point up, because like I said, we've been training since October. I've been very vigilant. I am getting a little older. We don't need to say what that is. Um, but my body's changed. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the body that I was used to or the body that I wanted. So we've been working together. I've been vigilant. I've lost weight. I've mm -hmm. built muscle. I feel strong. But if somebody asked me to go out and let's say I've already had what I feel my cheat meal is. Sure. And I say, let's do something other than eat. I have had them give me a really hard time mm -hmm. or make me feel bad or why are you doing that? Or that's ridiculous. You can't have a cheeseburger this one time mm -hmm. and then send me pictures of cheeseburgers uh -huh. on text. And so it's, what do you tell people when their support system isn't all that? Ooh, man. Find a new support system. Well, that's number one, right? Your yeah, environment, yeah. Environment, right? Uh, but, you know, friends and family, and a lot of times when they see you doing positive changes, yeah. if they're struggling with themselves and, and misery loves company, yes, they might be fearful that you're not going to be the same person or that you're not going to need them or any of that. 
if you do better. No, so a lot of people want to keep you right with them. Do it anyway. Yes. Because you know why? A lot of people are like, my dad's like this when it comes to sports. If his favorite team's losing by halftime, he'll turn off the whole game and then miss the, <laughs> then miss the comeback. My dad has missed more comebacks in game now than anyone funny. ever know in my life. But I say that to say this. If you do it anyway, right? right. People end up turning into believers after you're, you're going down that road and that path to attain that goal. Then they become fans. Either that or you're going to weed out oh, yeah. who needs to be weeded out. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Because you 100%. are who you surround yourself with. 100%. And they're either going to pull you up or pull you down. Mm-hmm. So you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can convert some. Maybe they'll be your biggest cheerleaders. Exactly. Or maybe you decide that that's some dead weight you had to lose anyway. Hello. So I think that's a great point. And, you know, you mentioned your dad. And I know I want to just sidestep a minute. He is such an important influence on you. And did such a wonderful job raising you. Here. I, I know. Don't make me cry. We'll cry together. <laughs> Boys don't have to worry about mascara. Um, but uh, something traumatic happened when you were just a baby. Yes. And I kind of touched on that. But if you wouldn't mind sharing that aspect of your story, yeah. I think it would help. You know, we're talking about people who are just busy lives or have been through a divorce or lost a parent or just tired of being tired. But I want them to know that no matter what, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, you can overcome it. And life is short, so just get up and do it. Mm-hmm. So I want Antonio to share a little bit of a story about what he's been through and what kind of journey it looked like. Uh, November 13th, 1988, I was eight months old. And baby, my just dad, a baby. Yeah. My dad, uh, I probably have like three hairs on my head. <laughs> my, dad, my dad and my mother um, were coming back from a wedding. They picked me up. It's probably about 2, 3 a.m. Coming back from a wedding, and we are in my dad's dream car. He loves Corvettes. He always wanted a Corvette. Mm. Champagne-colored Corvette, right? Oh, champagne. Pretty. Uh, right. And this is the 80s, so guys, please don't. You know, come down to my family for having a baby in the front seat of the car. Listen, when I was raised, they didn't even know car seats from anything. So the, <laughs> yeah. the 80s, it, it is what it is. Nobody's going to judge anybody here. Right. So so I just, I've, I've heard that before. Like, what were your parents doing? Okay, right. Relax. It's irrelevant. Right. On with the story. Yeah. So drunk driver hit us from behind. He was in the military. He was trying to get back for curfew. Um, oh, and he hits us from behind. Um, believe it or not, I, my mom... In, because of impact, she flows her hands up. I fly out the window at eight months old onto the on well on the outside of the freeway, you know, on the shoulder of the freeway. Uh, my mother and my father in the car. Um, and my, actually, my dad just told me this part of the story just the other day because we're celebrating his birthday is coming up. We just celebrated his, about to celebrate his actual birthday tomorrow, but we had the dinner this past Saturday, and he he told me something within that story that um they they flipped the car flipped twice. After the first flip, um, and my dad, did, my dad tried to snuck, uh, dig himself down in the seat more, flipped again, and that's when it snapped his spinal cord. Oh, my God. And then he told my dad, told me just the other day, he said, you know, I told your mother, I told her, I said, I don't care about me. Go get our son um, in the midst of all that. And so, you know, my mother actually um, jumped out the vehicle and she was, has a permanent bruise on her cheek um, ever since that accident. And, uh, but she was actually able to get out of the vehicle after it flipped twice and get you off the freeway. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I'm amazed that you're sitting here next to me. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. But that's you know, and that but that day uh, will forever, you know, hold 
you know, I would cherish that because it definitely did change the trajectory for all three of us as a family, you know, for, for better, or for worse to some people. But for me, it definitely was for the better. Because um, that's, that's how I decided to look at the situation. Because ever since that day, your dad's been confined to a wheelchair. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the, But it, what, what it's shown along the way was how strong your mind really is. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, being able to watch him throughout the years. I feel like I, I had a front row seat to what a formula success looks like. That's it, amazing. To what it takes. And from what you have told me, and it's just been, you know, bits and pieces, but he did not let this get him down, no. slow him down. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it, you know, it can either make or break you. Yeah. And he just never let it break him. No. And, you know, and it's ever, you know, and everyone has, they have moments, but we right. don't let those turn into weeks and months and no you know we all have moments and I, like i said i'll never forget one time specifically uh we lived in a two bit two story house this is in fairfield and um he had i needed to take a bath and i was too afraid to go upstairs on myself as a kid and i was too afraid to go take the shower or whatever take a bath on myself right uh-huh. and um my dad had my too big self I'm trying not to cuss. Cuss is podcast with all right. He actually, I never, I just know why I don't remember. I don't forget this, but I remember I'm in the kitchen sink and he's trying to bathe me. And I will never forget this sigh of like just exhaustion that oh. he had because he was just so frustrated with the fact that at this point my mother was gone. It was just me and him. And I don't know why I don't forget that moment, but I never have forgot that. Just watching him try to bathe me and try his best and just go, ah, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it sits with you. Oh, forever. Forever. Yeah. And, um, you know, but th- th- that's a moment. Right. We all have those moments. And yeah. if we didn't, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the other type of moments. You know, it's, it's just, but your dad, so another point not only did your dad not let this beat him, mm-hmm. he raised you. It oh, was yeah. you and dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, yes. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's funny. We, you know, we just had this conversation about people that are in your inner circle. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing my mother did help with uh, as far as post-accident was my father having to learn how to drive again because his hands were now um, distorted. And he couldn't, he can't open up. He has no grasp anymore. So now wow. his hands are kind of stuck like this. So he had to use what they call a tri-pin clip, which is uh, a triangle, a pin of triangles. And you fit your hand inside of it and you steer, you know, like that. And my, my, nobody thought my dad could do it in my family. Mother, father, I mean, my grandmother, grandfather, nobody thought he could do it. You know, my mother actually encouraged him, gave him the words of affirmation, said you can. And I tell you what, my father did it. And my mother, my mother was there with him when he went, he um, was going to go back to the house after he got his, his new license. And my mother said, no, 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 don't just hold it down. She, she fixed it up, put it in his hand and said, make sure you have it showing. So when you walk into the house, they can oh. see. So it's crazy that, you know, even though things happen, you know, my mother did play a pivotal role in, in my father's progress along early on. Which is amazing. Now, let me oh, ask yeah. you this. Does he drive a Corvette? Oh, no. <laughs> the I Corvette know. was yeah, done. No, we, we went to Ben's now. Oh, okay. We well, that's Benz. not a bad car to drive. <laughs> well, he, again, shout out to your dad because oh, yeah. just 
something so traumatic and life-changing like that can make or break you, can, can really make people, you know, go into a deep black thing. Oh, yeah. But he, he rose to the challenge. He's mm -hmm. done an amazing job raising you. You are just one of the best human beings I know. Um, so not to detract, but it's important no matter what life hands you. You've been through stuff. I've had stuff. We all have stuff. Nobody's is more important than the others, but don't let that stop you. Absolutely. Anything you want to do. Now, let's talk about those people who have always dreamed mm. about getting up on that stage <laughs> and becoming Mr. or Mrs. USA. That's right. So can you just go into what would the first step? The first step, I'm sure, looks the same. Figure out what you want to look like. Yes. Get that inspiration where it's a constant reminder in your face of what you're working towards. Yes. Reach out to somebody who knows or has done it, mm -hmm. like Antonio at Fit Body Fusion, and tell us what we can expect. What's the journey like? Oh, man. Uh, what happened for me, and I always suggest this for a lot of people, you have to first start to hone in and create the habits first of mm -hmm. becoming a quote-unquote bodybuilder. And a lot of people think you can just dive in, come see me, call me, do a consult with me. All right, well, I got this show I want to do. Like right now, it's February. Uh, I got this show I want to do in June. Um, let's go. No. And that's because are you coming off the street? What's your, you know, I'll ask the right questions. What's your background? Have you followed a diet before? Have you followed a consistent workout plan? How long have you done that for? Do you know what that plan looks like? Can you speak to it? Uh, and so it, when you say get in the mindset or start changing your habits, mm -hmm. have you already, if I say, all right, Lori, go eat five to six meals a day, every day, consistently. Right now, let me do right now. There's a trial and error period we have to go through first. There's the, the learning curve we have to go through first. So we need to pretty much, we have to test how you are in life with trying to follow this plan. Right, and how your body responds to it, I would imagine. Of course, yeah, that's 100%. Right. But I mean, more than that, we Can you follow the plan? Can you follow it? And can Is you it do doable it? for you? First of all. And can you make those adjustments? Because sometimes you gotta be patient. You know, we gotta be patient. With some people, it's taken. I have a, I have one of my best friends, my best friends. It took him a very patient eight months to get him to finally hone in on what it takes, consistent wise, to get the mindset to have to have the ability to follow a plan consistently. And then we were like, okay, you've proven it to me. Let's go. And now it's anyone first place. <laughs> That's amazing. And, it, and it's a testament to you. But eight months to me to get from the average person to what I have in my head and right. those people on the stage doesn't seem like that long. I, mm -hmm. But when you're following a diet plan and you're feeling hungry yes. or you're turning down social events or, or whatever, mm -hmm. it can feel like that long. But so they... they start kind of getting in the mindset of seeing how their habit goes. Yeah. I, I've heard, we all heard of plateaus and yes. changes in, in life stresses. So is it a good idea to say, this is the show I want to do? Mm -hmm. Or is it a better idea to say, I want to start training towards it. Let's see where my body is in six months and then we'll talk about a show. Or, or is it okay to do both? Depending on if your goal, if the, if the goal is, I just want to step on stage and look great. Okay. You know, for me, look the best I've ever looked in my life for that moment. And that's your only goal. Sure. But if your goal is, 
I want to go in there and win first place. Now you're flipping a switch. Now we got to build muscle. Now we, there's a certain look we're trying to really attain that's going to appease these judges. So that may take a little bit more time. And that's why it's so important to work with someone like yourself because going to the gym and doing regular workouts or, or total body workouts is not necessarily going to get you where the judges want you to be in a exactly. competition. Exactly. Because exactly. there's certain things that they are looking for. Yes, each division has a different criteria. So in Mr. USA, for example, what was the thing that you had to focus on to stand out? Mm. Not just the, I mean, I can imagine you're already in great shape. You're still got the body of a competitor. Thank you. But what, is it shoulders for men? Is it biceps? Is it legs? I mean, is it the whole package? Yeah, well, definitely the whole package. But in my, in my division specifically, uh, you definitely want to have nice cap shoulders. You want to have width. And has to come down in kind of like a um, upside down triangle, you know. Okay. So width and wide down to very narrow, small waist. That's the illusion you're trying to portray. And is that men and women both? Uh, in every category, that is actually something that you are shoulder to waist ratio. If you have wide clavicles, you can do really well in bodybuilding. If you have uh, small joints and your muscles, you know, a lot of people that are um, the shorter the better sometimes in really? bodybuilding. In, in sometimes in bodybuilding, you don't hear that very often, right? Because in <laughs> bodybuilding, the, there's not that far for the limb. Like for instance, um, if you're that's why a lot of taller individuals that are over six feet men, they either have a tough time growing their legs or their arms because there's so much length to it. They look lanky and and long and lean, mm -hmm. and not the the compact. Yep. Muscular. Yes. Interesting. Yes, yes. So because, you know, women always want longer legs, but now in competitive sports, it works for you. Yes, Bodybuilding. Absolutely. That's a good thing. Short <laughs> people are all right there. They're winning. <laughs> They're definitely winning. Definitely winning. So that, that, that's part of the criteria. That's like the main part of the criteria. Okay. And then over, over so, or, or more than that, more than anything else, this is still bodybuilding, meaning it's still an art. It's still a quote unquote pageant show. So you have to come out and portray the role of the winner. So if you can come, I've seen guys, and I'll be honest with you, I went to the overall, which is uh, all the class winners of my division. We're all sitting in line. We're all lined up, ready for the overall. Who's going to win the Mr. USA title? And I will never forget. I know the guy, um, and he had a great body, better body than mine, 100%. But when we all lined up, they switched us for him to be in the middle, but I posed the best. I had the presentation and had the look of the winner. And then they switched us back just as fast as they put us. They switched us the first time, and then I won. Interesting. Yep, I know that. I'm not. I'm, that's me being honest with myself. Yeah, I love that. That there's no ego here. It just no. is what it is. Yep. Now let me and I and I did my research on you a little bit. Uh -oh. And no, you are also a posing coach, mm -hmm. and so that's something. I mean, obviously, yeah. the time in the gym, the dedication, the commitment, the nutrition is a huge part of it. It's a sacrifice, like you said, but anything worth doing well yeah. can be a sacrifice. Absolutely. But when you get on stage, that's a whole nother ball game. You said the words, it's a, it's a pageant. Yeah. So people have to know what to do instead of just standing up there going, Oh, you know, what is that? <laughs> I, we, we're not even going to repeat that one. That was like the worst <laughs> dance move I've ever seen. But there are posing coaches of which you're one. Yes. And that's it, almost as important as important as the other. Because like you said, somebody may be a, a little more defined in an area, but if they don't have that charisma and they're not standing up on stage mm -hmm. like they expect to win and should win, yes. it could go completely the other way. Yes. You so, have to know how to pose to your strengths. So tell us 
break that down for lay people? So, so perfect example. I have a very nice core in a certain part of my abdominals. I can show. I have the ability to show it off in a good way. What if I pose a different way, and you never got a chance to see it? That would be disappointing. Disappointing, right? Yeah. But I, I know, but I'm, people know all day in the gym. Oh, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. But if I don't get up on the stage and know how to present my body with with the best features I have, what was the point? So put your best attributes forward. And you, and there are poses that enhance, just like selfies and the angle oh, yeah, and exactly. all that crap yes. these days, yes. the posing <laughs> and and for your physical strengths. Uh, 100%. Yes, all day. And there's a lot of people that don't, you know, a lot of people that don't have the, they, you know, what's funny, I just posed with a young young kid. This is his first show coming up, and it's so awesome because I, I love these moments. He's not even my, my actual athlete. He's just some or that I coach into the show. He's just a posing client, but it's gonna be his first show. He's young, has a great look, looks like a bo- the boy band model. Like he's one, he's one of those, right? Right. And uh, I'll never forget. I always have them do their, uh, you know, like before and after. So I have them say, like, so much you got, so much you have right now. You know, uh, uh, right? Cram's a little bit. Yeah, right? hard to watch. Hard to watch. Yeah, but can't look away. Very, <laughs> very, very timid in his approach. Lack of confidence. I tell you what, give it, give it twenty five minutes, thirty barely. He's walk. He's like after I taught him a little bit, he's walking with confidence to his spot. He needs to get to. He's learning the moves. He's you know they always say in that book, oh my god, psycho cybernetics. They say how you know that you learned something when you can auto correct yourself. And so he started realizing during his posing when he'd mess up and he'd fix it. And I'm like. You're getting it. Got it. He paid attention. Exactly. I tell you what, there is nothing more sexy than confidence and strength in anybody. And, you know, fake it till you make it. This this young kid gets up there, doesn't have any idea what he's doing, is timid and shy. And in Mm -hmm. 25 minutes, you had him feeling himself and a different person. Oh, yes. And it's much like you said Buy those pair of pants, envision yourself there, fake it till you make it. If you can build your confidence, then you can do anything. And I know that self-care, we started the topic with that. It takes on many forms. What's what's important in the message that we want to send today is you are worth making yourself a priority. Life is short. If you have something that you've always wanted to do, I don't care if it's pole dancing, hand gliding, being a bodybuilding competitor, do it. And don't let anybody tell you you can't because when you believe in yourself and you have that confidence show, there's nothing that you can't do. Antonio is a great example. How long have you been in the fitness industry? Since, wow, 2012. So it took you, you started in 2012. Was that with the goal to be a bodybuilder competitor? No, actually, it wasn't. That's the crazy part. It was, it was really just to hone in on my own skills, like my own ability, you know, I used to be be a collegiate football player. I used to just play football sports. And then the dry, I had no competitive, you know, events anymore all of a sudden. And I'm sitting there like a lost puppy. Like I need something to do that. Right. Cause I just, I still was competitive and and I wanted to get it out. And um, yeah, but that was never the goal in the beginning. It was never the goal, never to be a trade. That was never the goal. When did it become the goal? When I started realizing that there was an influence there, when that, when I knew I knew that in the gym, I started I was like, oh wow, um, people are really paying attention to what I'm doing, and then oh wow, people really are asking me for advice, and oh wow, there's money to be made. <laughs> you know? There you go. And, you know, you know, and when you're doing something you love, mm-hmm. and something because because you can do a lot of things and do them okay, 
even good. Mm -hmm. But if you find something you love and focus on that and become great, it doesn't even feel like work. Not at all. So for you, how long before you said, I think I'm going to be a bodybuilder and started focusing in that direction to winning Mr. USA? Ooh, on, I remember because I started my first diet October 2012. I was already, and that's what I talked about a second ago. I was already doing uh, a certain type of diet for about a year already. I was already kind of learning how, this was on my own, just organically. Right. And I really, that's why I tell people all the time, it's actually the best approach because if you can help yourself get to a certain place ahead of time or work with a coach that helps you get there with no pressure of a show in mind, just get the habits down. When life happens, you know, let's, God forbid you're in a car accident, God forbid that something happens with a funeral, like anything that's that right. traumatic, can you still stay the course? And if you do deviate, or if you deviate, how quickly can how? you get back on it? Exactly. Because deviations exactly. may happen. Exactly. They, and they will. that's what makes the journey so much sweeter. Exactly. But it's how much you course correct. Exactly. How quickly. So that, that's what happened. And then from there, you know, um, man, we, we started my first show. My first show was my dad's birthday. Oh. On February 9, 2013. That that's my, amazing. That was my first. I dedicated. So I did it on purpose. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's awesome. My dad's birthday is tomorrow. So shout out. Happy birthday, dad. Because oh. um, I think that's amazing. Now, again, we talked about self-care and we talked about training or being a novice. There are so many things you said, getting a little jump start. If the goal is the show and to be a competitor, get up on that stage Start trying to do a little bit of the groundwork, build a little foundation yourself. Male, female, there are so many things online that you can do. There's Weight Watchers. You can calculate the points of food from your phone. Yes. There are this and that. And we talked about Fit Body Fusion being online, mm -hmm. which I think so many people are fans of because, mm -hmm. you know, if it's, it's intimidating to go to the gym for the first time yeah. and then you don't know what to do and the time might, you have to drive there and people need to have it be easy for them, Absolutely. easy access. Easy access. But there are those like myself that love training in the gym. Yes. So for those clients, mm -hmm. is that something that you offer as well? You, you work with me. Are you taking limited clientele? Tell me about in-person training for you. Uh, in-person training is probably something I would never lose the love for. Why? Uh, the connection. Uh, when you also something that you said that you touched on about when did I know I wanted to do this and be a part of the fitness industry in that way. When I over the years, you know, I don't realize it until you start realizing what your strengths are. And one of mine is being able to relate, connect with people. I'm very good at that. And I so, can 100% attest to that. So when, so now you're telling me I can do have an occupation where I can meet people and see new people or different faces every day and connect with them and have fun with them and then get 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 them to a place of having you know confidence, happiness, and reach their goal too at the same time while getting paid. Okay, I'm, I'm up for that. You know, and when it comes to training now in person, uh, it, it is limited now because I'm growing my online business. Sure, sure. Uh, but like we did, I thought we didn't do it right off the bat, but I do this with most people, which is um, I am very big on vibing because what I'll tell somebody, if they are going to be with me one-on-one, -on -one, I'll say, hey, our first session is going to be an audition. We're going to see if I vibe with you, you vibe with me, if we, you know, connect. It's a job interview, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't want to see the worst thing I could do is, though not worst thing, but something that I never agreed with was you just need me, I just need you. You're going to pay me off that first session just because it's my time. Sure. 
but I want to earn that. I want to earn. I personally, personally, right. I, and every time I've done it, it's worked. <laughs> well, and I imagine there's a higher success rate because if yes. you're not motivated or you're not enjoying the time that you're spending an hour with that person, if it's mm-hmm. making you cringe or like, oh, I just don't even want to see them or I don't trust what they say or whatever that case may be, it can sabotage the goal all day and make your job difficult and not pleasant. Um, And just to give you a little background, how we came to partner up is I am, like I said, getting older. It's not important to tell the age, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm 52 years old. Ooh, what? (laughs) That's why I love him. (laughs) And, you know, you get older, your body changes. And like I said, I've, I've worked out for 30 years on my own and always been able to keep my body in, in the same area, uh, you know, within a couple pounds. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And I felt horrible. I was tired. I was grumpy. I had no confidence. And I thought, you know what, that's it. I mean, they're going to go one way or the other and that's give in and then, you know, start becoming as round as I am tall or, do something about it. So I reached out to a local gym in the area and they sent me up with a trainer and the trainer, nice guy. We, I used to give him a hard time. I used to, you know, crack jokes and, but I did everything he said. And this trainer, just so you know, when he was training me, instead of watching my reps, he was watching himself in the mirror, which is something I told Antonio, uh, something happened. And there was a difference of opinion between him and the gym owner. And two weeks into my, training he said i'm no longer there sorry Mm. the gym owner called she said i've got another trainer for you because i was freaked out you make the commitment you put down the money you schedule the time and i'm i'm in it and so now it just felt like a severe roadblock i I was pretty Mm -hmm. upset but i thought okay what's meant to happen is going to happen so they tried to set me up with another trainer oh yeah and he had no time kind of that worked and i'm like you know what time I've been coming to the gym for two weeks now. You know what days. You give me this trainer who I'm sure is a lovely person, mm-hmm. but he has no time for me. Nothing works. So now that's trainer number two. Mm-hmm. Then the gym owner called and said, okay, I'm going to put you with Antonio. And that's just how it's going to be. And Antonio reached out to me and I thought, well, let's give it a go. Absolutely. Instantly loved his energy. There was no job interview, though. We were just stuck with each other. So if we didn't like each other, it was not going to be good. Um, But we've been working happily together ever since. And change and roadblocks and speed bumps happen. Mm. And I am happier now. It worked out better for me. I think that Antonio and I are a much better fit, but I would have never known that if I would have just said, ah, screw it. They can't find me a trainer, went somewhere else or did something different. It was meant to be. Absolutely. You know, those bumps. And I swear, it feels like every time you start a diet program or an exercise program, within the first few weeks, there's either an injury or a sickness. It's like your body's testing you, saying, let's just make sure you really want to do this. Oh, I say that all the time. When you declare something, yeah. The universe is going to try and, and just... Immediately. You know, immediately. Like immediately. So true. So yes. do not let those roadblocks sway you. If I had given up or changed gyms or just decided, no, it wasn't meant to be, I would have not had this lovely person sitting here next to me, mm-hmm. which I'm very thankful for Absolutely. in more ways than one. So Antonio, I said, we're going to put your information below. Uh, thank you for sharing, sharing your wealth of information. Is there anything in closing, 
that you want to say that you want people to know a way to inspire them anything that you've got for your last oh man thought uh, i think the number one thing is i mean you are you are you, your destiny is not your history oh i like that say it again your destiny is not your history just because you were this person way back then doesn't mean that's who you're destined to be the rest of your life absolutely not i love that you can be whoever the freak you want to be at any time in your life i told you my age i am reinventing myself not only in the gym but other ways life is short i've lost both parents i've lost people i care about and you can sit and be idle and feel sorry for yourself or you can get up and do whatever the hell you want because you've earned the right yeah. take care of yourself put yourself first be kind to yourself be kind to others and come see us on our next episode antonio thank you so much for spending the time on my sandbox <laughs> i'll be back in yours on monday but i'm going to put antonio's information up fit body fusion antonio antonio is amazing if you've got a fitness goal he will help you get there um you have to go on the job interview make sure you vibe <laughs> but well worth the call well worth the knowledge and information you'll receive and we thank you for being a part of today take care